It's Christine and Kaylee. We're back with Brain Grub. Feeding your brain. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, doing pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. How's this week treating you so far? Pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been nice. Yeah. How about you? Pretty good. Yes. Good. Uh, it's kind of for a lot of people. This is like the last week before mm. back to school. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to squeeze in a little bit of that extra summer. I'm finding that a lot of people are feeling a little more stressed, but also trying to get as much fun in as they can. Yeah. Yeah. I know you have a kiddo going back so i'm guessing there's all of those things planning Mm -hmm. getting ready to go back as well Mm -hmm. so for all of you um that may come along with some extra stress right kind of trying to keep up with all the fun times preparing to go back to school whether that's um grade school high school college whatever it is Mm -hmm. um back on campus can be stressful for sure right so along with that um you might be finding that you're spending more time on your phone Yes. Right. Scrolling through the socials, trying to make sure you know what's going on, making sure you're, you're not feeling like you're missing out, missing out on anything going on. And that's going to be what we're talking about today. We're actually going to talk about unplugging. Unplugging. I know that might not sound very popular to those no. of you right now. And if you are uh, listening to us, you might be like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, no. I'm not No. But we're going to talk to you about what does unplugging mean. So, Kaylee, what is what does unplugging mean to you? Absolutely no technology, I guess. Like no phone, no TV. Yeah, I, I can't think of. What about radio? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about what that means, right? So, what does it mean to unplug? And if you are someone who is used to being connected all the time to technology, that could feel pretty scary. Mm -hmm. And it might even feel like you have kind of an addiction to technology, right? I got to have the TV on all the time. I have Mm -hmm. to have that radio on. I need to be near my phone. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that might look like and the real, I guess, science behind Mm -hmm. why it feels like you do need it, why it feels almost like an addiction. And then we're going to tune in to maybe what does the research say about what is happening when we are using technology all the time? Because actually there's quite a bit of research out there Mm -hmm. um, talking about how it's impacting our health physically, our mental health. It's it's impacting our relationships. Mm -hmm. It's impacting kind of us as a whole. And then maybe some tips and strategies to help you start to... I guess reset the balance, right? Yeah. We can't live without technology 100%, mm-hmm. but maybe we can do a little technology diet. Yeah. Right? Bring it in bring it back into balance. Bring it a little bit back into balance. So how can we think about tuning out just a little bit more? I don't know. One way I kind of try to tune out is at nighttime. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Apple's been really great. Um, I don't know if anybody out there has a droid. Call in and let us know. But Apple, for sure, um, has those do not disturbs, right? So you can actually set different parameters on your phone that says, you know, this is my focus time for work. And then it won't allow notifications to come in. Or if you're driving, it automatically puts your phone on do not disturb. So you're not getting Mm. pinged by text messages or notifications and i'm guessing that droid is uh, does it too so i'm, I'm ha- i would love to hear yeah. how but i'm guessing that they also have a way to kind of help you help yourself mm-hmm. from not being distracted and doing a little bit of um you know just technology reduction yes 
Yeah. Do you ever find that you have a hard time getting away from your phone or your TV or anything like that, Kaylee? Um, so I've discovered on my tablet um, books to read. Okay. Kindle. Yeah. 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 I mean, it touched my finger. Boom. Book okay. is loaded. So I've been trying to not read from a tablet before bed because okay. I like to read before bed. So okay. I've been trying to go back to regular books, paper books, and not. So yeah, so that's been hard. Okay, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah, I'm a tablet hater. Yeah. Um, and yes, I think honestly for me, it. I don't know. I like the feel of the paper. I like the oh, yeah. the book in my hand. Same. I like flipping the pages. You mm-hmm. know, bending down a corner, if you will. Um, so I enjoy the the feel of the paper books, the actual reading of the paper books, and I also find that my eyes are not as tired when I read from paper versus an electronic thing. So that's not hard for me. My difficult time is in the evening, I like to kind of watch some kind of a TV show mm-hmm. that lets my brain just zone out. It's just, you know, yeah. some kind of show that I don't have to really think too much. Mm-hmm. And I find that if I don't have it, I feel like I'm not unwinding somehow. Okay. So we're going to talk about that, if that's really true or if that's just in my mind. <laughs> right? Right. Is that really true? Is it truly happening that I don't? unwind unless I watch TV. That's like a little hint for you. And um, I guess what can we start doing differently, right? Because Mm -hmm. I think all of us are looking for more balance. And unfortunately, our lives are pretty much centered around technology. Our kids are centered around technology. Everything we do is centered around technology. So I do think it's difficult to try to unplug at times. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, if you grew up in an age where you, you know, the cell phones were just coming out or, you know, um, you, you didn't have technology like a smartphone at your fingertips, mm-hmm. you may be missing those times when people just could not get a hold of you. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, there was some times and it was kind of nice. You could just mm-hmm. drive. No one knew where you were. No. And that was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Some days I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm telling people my age right now, but. There's out there people that know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the research behind um, technology use and really what is going on in our bodies, mm-hmm. in our minds, and our physical health and how it, technology is impacting us and in some positive ways and then also in some not so positive ways. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll kind of talk about maybe tips for helping you go on your technology diet, if you will. Um, just really bring it back more balance. And then really what might be the benefits of finding more balance in your life with technology. So we will come back right after this break. It's Christine and Kaylee. Hey, everyone. It's Brain Grub. Feeding your brain. So before the break, we were talking about technology and um, kind of the dirty word associated with technology, unplugging from it. I know. I know. It's not a popular (laughs) word. But we're going to talk to you a little bit about why it might 
makes sense to try to spend a little less time on technology and to try to find a little bit more balance so that you can improve your physical and mental health. So we just wanted to talk about a little bit of the research. And I wanted to share a little bit about a woman named Tiffany Slane. So she is an Emmy-nominated filmmaker. And um, she has been doing this, what she calls the technology Shabbat. So it's really turning off screens for 24 hours once a week. Hmm. And she has found that this is really, and we'll tell you about the research, but she has found that this has done a really wonders for not only her productivity, but her physical body, her relationships. And she's also found that um, herself and her children do this. They've been practicing this for almost a decade now. And she has teenage kids, so 16 and 10. Mm -hmm. So it it can happen even Mm -hmm. with your teenagers. And it says that um, really shows that she says it's, it's really completely changed her life. So stepping away from the phone to the computer just in order to practice practice kind of what she calls this technology Shabbat um, just really helps you to be more productive and to be able to spend some quality time with your loved ones also with yourself Mm -hmm. right kind of rediscovering deeper connections uh, really having a more presence in wonders of joys of different things in life right so being able to go out in nature and actually see the trees and grass because you're not scrolling on your phone Right. Or Mm -hmm. maybe discover that hobby and kind of get engrossed in a new hobby because you aren't, you know, checking out socials or, you know, Mm -hmm. looking at Pinterest. Now, granted, I love me a good Pinterest. Mm -hmm. I got lots of boards on there. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, I also like getting into doing, you know, some kind of art activity or dance And that's not on the Pinterest board, right? It's kind of like I got to get away from that. So anyway, um, other research, she also, her work has really received over 80 awards and distinctions, including um, being selected for the Albert Einstein Foundation Genius Award for 100 Visions of the Future um, and for the Sundance Festival. So this girl kind of knows her stuff, right? Mm -hmm. She is an internet pioneer. um, And really, she was became known in the 90s for founding the Webby Awards. So she, you know, if you want to learn how to do kind of a Shabbat, right, as Mm -hmm. far as technology, and really that is just kind of a completely unplugging, a 24-hour hiatus, if you will, from any technology, um, you definitely can Google it to learn more. But we're going to just talk a little bit more now about kind of research. So I know you were looking into this, Kaylee. Tell us a little bit about what research you found um, that is impacting, that you found that's, that is impacting, you know, our physical and mental health with technology. Yeah, yeah. So there's um, a study in 2014 from Stanford, mm-hmm. and it showed that productivity actually decreases when you work over 50 hours a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so really, um, you know, it's not that work longer and get more done. Yeah, <laughs> Right? Exactly. It sounds like the more you're staring at your computer, the less you're getting done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's also a good idea to put your phone away while you're at work. Okay. It's hard to get anything done when you're texting, tweeting, and notifying or getting notifications all day long. So that makes perfect sense. I mean, I can think about, you know, I oftentimes, you know, am in session or I'm, you know, at my computer working. And if I'm getting pinged, it's just, it's so hard. I don't know. Did the research say like how long it takes, like once you get distracted? Because I feel like I kind of get off track and then I have to think about like, okay, what the heck was I doing? How do I circle myself back? Right. Get back to what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it showed that it takes 23 minutes to recover. Oh my gosh! From a disruption, yeah. Okay, so think about that. That's like a, that's like a half hour lunch. So every time, I mean, think about this. Okay, yeah. so let's say you're at work, 
you're trying to pound through, you know, getting through a, a paper you got to write or, you know, you have to put a report together and you get a text. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, okay, hold on. Let me deal with that text. Okay. And then you're like, oh, notification from Instagram. Okay. Let me just, just check that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, better click on this because I want to go to that event on Friday. Okay. So now I've spent like 20 minutes there. Right. And now this is saying it's going to take me another 23 minutes to get back to my work project exactly so now i just wasted an hour an hour of productivity out of my eight hour day it's horrible that's crazy it's no wonder we're feeling stressed out we're not getting anything done nothing okay so also this is for you for the folks out there like in college right now Think about when you're trying to like cram for your paper. Kaylee loves this, by the way, FYI, <laughs> right? Procrastinator city. So if you're up, you know, and you're waiting till like the five hours before you got that paper due mm-hmm. and you're getting pinged and you're, you know, Insta and you're doing a little Snapchat action. I mean, it's going to take you a lot longer to get this thing done. Yeah, it is. Dang. Good thing there weren't really cell phones when I was in high school. That I know. Been horrible. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So, mm. if you're working, just kind of think about that. Every time it goes ping, one hour gone. Just poof. Yeah. And if you're lucky, if you're like a speed person, you can get back on track. We're talking 23 minutes. So yeah. at least almost a half hour is gone. Mm. For, that's a big distraction. That so is. that I think that alone is I would advocate like put your phone in a drawer. Mm-hmm. Goodbye phone. Mm-hmm. I got to get work done. Yeah. You might even be able to do a 32 hour work week. If you didn't have your phone. If out. you didn't have your phone out. That phone is costing you a bunch of hours. A bunch of hours. Okay. What else did you find? Um, I found that having your phone nearby, even if it's switched off, um, it makes you less focused. Um Screens distract. I'm sorry. Screens distract everyone in the room, even those who aren't using them. Okay, that makes perfect sense. To also, right? Because mm-hmm. think about like if you're in a meeting and you hear this ping, ping, or everyone's on silent, and all you hear is that again. Yep. You're 23 minutes now down the tubes. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm learning so much. Keep going. Um. <clears throat> The blue light from your screens tells your brain to stay alert, and it okay. can make you make it hard for you to fall asleep. So if you have that phone next to you while you're going to bed, and you keep getting pinged, mm-hmm. keeps lighting up the whole room. Mm-hmm. No, no good. Okay, or you know, and then if you can't fall asleep, if you're up all night just scrolling away, trying to help yourself fall asleep, sounds like you're just working against yourself, right? <laughs> okay, no so good. if you're again. If you're listening to us right now, and this is you, try to turn your phone off. And I get it. I know what you're saying right now. But my phone is my alarm. Okay. Set your alarm. Mm-hmm. Maybe move it across the room. Yeah. What I do do, what I, also, what I do that actually works for me, is I turn my phone upside down, mm-hmm. and I put it on my like dresser across the room. So if it's upside down, if anybody buzzes me or I get a notification, I can't see it because it won't light up the room. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it's across the room. So I'm also, if I'm having a hard time falling asleep, my instant thought is like, I'm just going to oh, roll over and grab my phone. Right. Just scrolly, scrolly. Right? See what mm-hmm. everybody else is up to. Not sleeping. Snapchatting. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So maybe try it. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll add that for tips, but that's just a free tip for now. I like that. Welcome back to more tips. Okay. (laughs) Um, There was some research done by Dr. Larry Rosen suggests that lack of sleep can produce a higher buildup of beta amyloid plaque in the brain, which is also seen with Alzheimer's. Too much screen time may result in losing a lot more than sleep. Okay. So you're building up plaque, people. Mm -hmm. Right. You're building up plaque in your brain, which may mean why you are having a hard time remembering things in the future perhaps yikes okay and (laughs) i guess um spending less time on your phone uh reduces the chances of developing something um called text neck i've never heard of that before until just (laughs) now that's awesome okay i've actually heard of text neck so if you've never heard of this before it's actually you know when you you're spending so much time like leaning down texting on your phone Mm -hmm. like put your head down that it can actually start to impact the curvature of your spine because you're you're your, your head is like a bowling ball, right? Mm-hmm. And it just sits on top of your spine. So if you're spending time like with your bowling ball bent over for a long period of time, it actually can like impact the curvature of your spine. So it can cause, it's literally called text neck and it creates like a big bump on the back of your neck. Wow. I know it's, it's not good. Yeah, and it creates painful. like neck strain and pain, like no, no bueno. No. Okay. No All right. So, okay. What I also found when I was doing some research is, um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, that some research, really a two-year study of public health researchers found that if you are scrolling through, you know, your socials, both liking other people's content Mm -hmm. and clicking significantly actually was uh, predictive of a reduction in self-reported physical health and a reduction in self-reported mental health and life Mm. satisfaction. So... Think about that. So if you're, and it's, and it's true, right? Because everyone's mm-hmm. putting like all of their best shots, mm-hmm. right? Your Insta is like, you know, your favorite reel. Um, so if it's, it's actually, you're like liking these photos and you're like, man, she looks good. Oh, it looks like that awesome vacation, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, my life sucks. Comparison game. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that, yeah. right? Comparison is a killer joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, this was like a huge kind of smack in the face fact that I found. And it says that in this two years research study, they also found that since smartphones were released, the rate of teen suicide has actually doubled. Mm. And that really is suggestive that social media is a factor of this, right? Because everyone is just doing that comparison. But we also know that cyberbullying is just Mm -hmm. really hugely on the rise. So those two factors, I thought, I mean, it was just a really big jolt to see, um, you know, that teen suicide has really doubled with smartphone technology. And it, it is because it's just we're always plugged in. Yeah. Right. We can never get away from it. Um, Another research study done by um, Sarah Conrath found that college students today are actually 40 percent less empathetic than students 10 years ago. And it's really because, again, they're having they're having so much impact with their smartphone technology that um, they're seeing, you know, disturbing content or they're seeing disturbing things. And they're just like not engaging they just have no emotional reaction no empathy they're like yeah okay your day sucks moving on let's find some something better to look at so they're pretty nuts i mean a lot right and um you can also find out that um if you are feeling right now like i i don't care i need my smartphone Mm -hmm. i need my my technology right i need all those things i i can't have my without my tablet (laughs) Uh, another research study shows that really technology can be just as addictive 
as narcotics are. What? So they did some MRI studies and they found that brain scans show that spending time on screens activates the actual same neural loops, the same pathways as narcotics do. So if you are feeling right now like you can't unplug, it may be because honestly your brain is like, I need it. Right. I need it. Okay. But just like our narcotics... We don't need them, mm-hmm. right? You can get addicted to pain medicine and it goes real bad. Mm-hmm. So you got to get out of that loop if you can, right? Yeah. So I think, oh, you were telling me about this, like um, kiddos, right? Being sort of like, I need, mm-hmm. I need it, right? Do you mind? Share yeah, what happened with like, your, your kiddo with your, your technology. Um, so I have an eight-year-old and he just spent um, the night at my sister's, at his aunt's. And she let him watch YouTube, be on the TV, play video games until like... 11 o'clock at night one night and then the next day until basically she brought him home they did go to the park and get ice cream they did go for like a 30 minute walk so that's good but um he came home and the next day he was just a terror he was we did about an hour and a half screen break and he was flipping out he Mm -hmm. was saying he needed screens screens were his comfort and he was just he was mess okay <laughs> i'm laughing only because i can just imagine this yes. and i can imagine i i imagine that probably there are a few people right now listening that again just as we're saying put your phone down you're feeling some tension right mm-hmm. you are also feeling like yeah it's my life right i'll mm-hmm. die without my phone i have to have it yeah. so it makes perfect sense yeah and you know again our little kiddos just don't have as much tolerance mm-hmm. right they Excuse me. They have grown up with this, so they do feel like it is a comfort, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it's not great, right? No. So some other research, and this is specifically about kiddos, mm-hmm. was showing that um, this was a study by the American Academy of Pediatrics, was showing that um, really screen time can be very difficult bad for kids right Uh, Right. because they're developing brains and it was showing that kids under the age of two can actually have um some kind of problems with their growth Hmm. if they're watching too much screens because their little lobes are growing in their brain and they are not able to make sense of all of the media that's happening so they um they they really have a hard time transferring the knowledge into like three-dimensional world so they're Mm -hmm. watching this thing on tv they don't know how to interpret it Mm -hmm. and they don't really they're not learning so even a lot of learning programs they aren't actually learning right so they're having delays in speech they're having delays in social skills they're having delays in connection wow because um they are not really able to extrapolate because they're so young it did show that if you are watching kind of well-designed television programs like sesame street or there's kind of like the um, pbs broadcasting Mm -hmm. you know the public broadcasting systems those have kind of specific workshops for teaching and they did show that those for kids maybe ages five and older do have um programming that does improve cognition and literacy and social outcomes and ages three and older however they did caution that these really should also be watched or viewed with parents so that parents are helping the child to understand the content and helping them to, you know, put them into uh, learning, teaching skills. So if you are um, thinking right now, like, oh, my kid is learning through Sesame Street by himself, um, that may, it may be a a bigger challenge than you're realizing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In this study, it also showed that there are, um, 
really a risks for physical health hmm. and that they are showing that although um, a lot of studies are showing there's like a two hour cutoff, you know, that you should have a two hour cutoff for screen time for kiddos. Okay. It's showing that when you have that two hour cutoff, that they actually are finding that kids have a higher risk of obesity as they get as they get older and that their risk for obesity increases every hour per week of media consumed. So if they go above the two hours. Yes. Wow. So if your child's watching four hours of TV, you're at two times more risk for your child to have um, to be obese as they grow older because they're not getting enough physical activity and they're not getting out there and doing, um, you know, what their body needs, which is to move just like ours. Right. right, right just like right. ours. So it also, again, for kids, impacts their sleep, it impacts mm-hmm. their development. And um, so the recommendation, if you're wondering, like, well, what is a good amount? Mm-hmm. It's really saying on here, the research is showing it's really you want to have about one hour or less of media for your child and really the, no more than two hours per day. And that's to help them with brain development, help them with cognition, help to improve their sleep so their kind of brains are able to slow down, okay. right? And then they are getting out there doing physical activities, getting their development. So hmm. that may mean changing some stuff yeah. at home, right? Because mm-hmm. I know um, our kids are just around technology all the time. All the time. So if you are having thinking right now, like, well, I mean, my, my kid won't give it up, right? He's yeah. going to have a little meltdown. Mm-hmm. It might be thinking about how, how could you put in some of those programs like Sesame Street, like PBS, that are learning programs with technology so that hopefully you are kind of helping the development Mm -hmm. right along with throwing in those fun cartoons or other things that your child likes okay when we come back i know that was like a little downer right we're like dang technology is not great but it's so awesome i love it i gotta scroll right now um when we come back we're gonna just talk about Maybe some tips Mm -hmm. and ideas for helping you to start shifting gears. If you have kiddos, what could you do to help shifting gears, giving you a little bit more balance with your kids with technology? And for you, how do you start shifting gears? How do you start to reduce distractions with technology at work, at Mm -hmm. home, with, you know, when you're out to dinner? It's everywhere, right? I mean, just look around the next time you're out to dinner. Most people are on their phones. They're not even talking to each other. They are just scrolling away. Mm-hmm. They're taking selfies, posting them. Like no one is even talking to each other. Nope, not at all. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how do you reconnect to people across the room from you, mm-hmm. right? How do you re-engage to help you settle down physically and emotionally and feel kind of an improvement and satisfaction? Um, and then we will talk about the benefits of doing that when we come back. All right, right after this break. It's Christine and Kaylee with Brain Grub. Feeding your brain. So before the break, we were talking about just the research behind using technology and Mm -hmm. how it is really showing through research that it is impacting our mental health and it's impacting our physical health and that it actually is reducing connections with each other, right? It's sabotaging productivity. So even though um, technology has been really great, right? And it actually has sped up a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, We are finding that, you know, there is some overload in technology and we do really need to find a better balance with technology and just humans 
being yeah right instead of a human's doing or scrolling mm-hmm. for that matter right so uh talk to us about some tips like so let's talk about some tips and strategies for helping to kind of find you know i talked about it as like a a diet but mm-hmm. you might like the shabbat i love the idea of having a shabbat right just too. like a, mm-hmm. a day of rest from technology i love it so or you can just you know say it's just a little hiatus or whatever i mean just think about it as a break just kind of finding some more balance between you know um everyday life and mm-hmm. what's going on and your technology life so give us some tips Kaylee. what okay. are some ideas for helping if we're if you're thinking about i don't really love this but i'm willing to give it a shot mm-hmm. what are what is something you could try to do to help just bring a little bit more balance in your technological life yeah well for number one for just be realistic don't think you're gonna obviously shut it off completely okay um, our phones are how we connect with people to communicate vital information. So obviously if you have to text your spouse because, you know, it's dinner time and they need to pick up something from the store or, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to get an update on your child's homework or if you need to look up information like directions, you know, that's fine. Do what you can, you know. Um, but if you really want to detox, then take a deeper look at where you can realistically unplug from an extended for an extended period. Okay, okay. So this is not the time to blame to blame us, right? <laughs> right? Don't be like, yeah, well, um, on the podcast, Christine and Kaylee said just turn it off. So that's why I just didn't respond. Right? Right? No, you. Uh, if it's necessary, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. However, you know, it may not be necessary while you're at work to Snapchat. You know, um, that your power went out. Or it may not be uh, necessary to Snapchat, like, um, at work with a picture of your keyboard. You could just not do that. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So those could be maybe areas where you could be like, ah, technology is just not necessary at this moment. And I know it's sabotaging me getting my actual work done. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Yes. Um, so... Another tip is start your day another way. So obviously a lot of people have their phones next to them. Okay. When they wake up, don't roll over, look at your phone, start opening up like Instagram, Facebook. um, Twitter, yeah. Twitter, all of those. Um, Okay. Yeah. Try to resist the urge. I know it's hard, but try to resist. Maybe Mm -hmm. get up and start your day that focuses on you. So maybe go for a morning run, make breakfast, or simply open the windows for some fresh morning air. Yeah, um, right now. Do yeah. it. Right? Yeah, it's really Before nice we hit out. the crack of winter. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the warm weather. I, I honestly, you know, all summer when I can, I go, I get up in the morning and I go sit on my back deck and have coffee. Ooh. It's just honestly so nice. So nice. Yeah, I love the warm. It's usually really early in the morning, mm-hmm. so it's quiet. The little birds are chirping. Mm-hmm. It's actually really really great yeah yeah so maybe think about trying that mm-hmm. you know sit on your back patio um you know have a cup of coffee if you have if you're laying in your bed scrolling for 20 minutes you've got time right you have yeah. use that time to actually like enjoy yeah and right? i mean how many times have you been scrolling scrolling oh no you know yeah I, then I you're around rushing exactly right exactly right and i'm not saying like go with your phone out to the back deck scroll while you have your coffee don't think like oh i can i can you know do double time here i can have both no mm-hmm. leave your phone there go look out into your backyard yeah, enjoy right nature. Yeah. maybe try meditation there you go 
right? Just sort of set your intention for the day. Mm-hmm. Sit about, sit down and think about like, what do I got to get done today? What kind of attitude do I want to come to work with? Right? Yeah. Put put yourself in the right place to mm-hmm. be productive for what you want to accomplish. Okay, awesome. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So maybe another tip might be, um, and I talked about this before the break, using the tools for do not disturb on your phone. So if right now you are like, I really want to, but I'm just having a hard time because, you know, I need to be connected. Maybe think about trying to use some of these focus tools on your Apple. And like I said, I don't know um, what activities they have for Droid or what apps, but I'm sure that they do. Um, Please let us know if you you have an Android. I'd love Mm -hmm. to share. So if you... You know, use those do not disturbs. You can set specific times for work. Mm -hmm. And if that way, if people text you, it just tells them you're at work, not available. Doesn't and it doesn't give you the notification. Oh, really? No, it saves it until you're done with your focus time. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Same with driving. It can automatically pick up when you start driving and your phone will do it automatically. Turn on your do not disturb. Hmm. So that's great. Yeah, because I swear I drive by lots of people and they are like having full on like FaceTime conversations while driving their cars. I've seen it. I've seen it happen so unsafe i know i know you're laughing about it but it's haven't you seen it yeah i might have done it once or you like drive up to a stoplight and you're like feverishly texting yeah right and then the st- it goes green and you're just like you're driving mm-hmm. and you're texting trying to finish your text right mm-hmm. no no try something else yeah okay so maybe another idea might be to make a schedule for this right so If you are just like if you're trying to change any other habit, you really want to start about start small, right? Start Mm -hmm. realistic, like you said. So you might want to think about like, okay, can I create a schedule for this? If I really need my socials, right? And I got to post because, you know, my following wants to know, Mm -hmm. could I give it a specific time window? Like Hmm. during my lunch hour, I'm going to, you know, go on my socials and make my snapchat posts of what happened in the last four hours or i'm going to you know i'm gonna add in an hour of screen time at night because i like to watch my tv show after i get done with work or you know can i if i want to look up you know a bunch of stuff can i you know schedule in some time Mm -hmm. and for you parents out there i would also encourage you to maybe schedule that in with your kids Mm -hmm. right so you know after school do they have some screen time to help you know transition them before homework Mm -hmm. or is that used after their homework is done so you know after your homework's done you get screen time and then maybe you know put that on the calendar so that way you're not likely to just turn on Netflix and then six hours later, you've just binge, binge watched a whole season. Oops. Right? <laughs> then you're like, oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll do some homework later. Or now you're up all night long trying to get your work done mm-hmm. because you waited to start doing your work until like 11 p.m. the night before. So if you think about it earlier and you put it on your calendar, right? Like I'm going to mm-hmm. do that work right after then you won't have to worry about the stress of cramming. Yeah. Right. And you can kind of give yourself a technology break Mm -hmm. because like Kaylee said earlier, if you're using your screen time at night, the blue light is actually reducing your ability to get good sleep. Yeah. Right. And that does include like work, work stuff, right? Your computer. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you're up banging out your work at, you know, two o'clock in the morning it's probably not likely that you're going to get very good sleep 
to get to work the next morning, yeah. right? Or get to class. So being able to give yourself a break. So if you scheduled it in, mm-hmm. right, maybe earlier in the night, you're like, okay, I'm going to bust this paper out five to six or five to seven. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to just chill. Right. Yeah. That's a great idea. That way, again, you have time to like shift gears, let your brain get ready for sleeping, etc. Same with your kids. You don't mm-hmm. want them to watch TV and then be like, now it's time for bed. Oh, yeah. Because that does not work. Is it Big Meltdown City? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, think about it. So, makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Their brains are like on crack, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we just said it's like narcotics. Right. So, if you're, if their little brains or our big brains, right? Mm-hmm. If they're getting like their little, you know, fix of narcotics, right? Some brain activity narcotics, it's going to be very hard for them to want to go to sleep. Yeah. Because their minds just... They're just minds are going, going, right. going. And I think that's... And it's true, right? Yeah. I, I think about, you know, if I'm like scrolling socials, like I can waste lots of time. Oh, yeah. Right? Clicking a link and like, ooh, mm-hmm. let me check that thing out. Oh, there's a notification. I better go here. Oh, wait, I better check my email. Oh, wait, I better go to this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So think about schedule. Yeah. Oh, another tip. Okay. So we did this. It helps. They okay. still make alarm clocks. Oh, like real ones. Like real ones. Okay. That's not your phone. That's not your phone. (laughs) So you could try that. Buy one, the store, Amazon, and use that. Okay. And they do have ones because we have these, uh, we use these a lot at the office that do not tick. So if you're thinking right now, well, I don't want a clock because it ticks and it'll, you know, distract me. You get, you can get ones that are, that do not make noise, that they have no ticking noise hmm. so if that's you know a deterrent for you where mm-hmm. i don't want to have an alarm clock i like my phone because it ticks mm-hmm. there definitely are ones that do not have noise okay or yeah. if the like the light from the you oh, can always yeah. kind of just shift it around or so turn it not... over like my yeah. phone like i just put yeah. it on its face yeah the alarm part will still work still will okay all right so when we come back we're going to talk about if you're considering doing any of these we're going to hope uh hopefully pump you up Mm -hmm. as we wrap up the hour talking about if what are the benefits of unplugging and how can you start to improve your mental health and your physical health by engaging in just more balanced use of technology and giving yourself a chance to unplug okay right after this break it's brain grub with christine and kaylee hey everyone so welcome back if you are just tuning in today we have been talking about technology um kind of the science behind unplugging or what technology is doing to our mind and body Mm -hmm. and uh before the break we were talking about tips to help you start to have a better balance with technology and we just wanted to wrap up in case you are feeling a little bit salty and you're not you're you're not liking us right now we've been getting some texts about that we get it it's not easy see even us we're getting some texts right Mm -hmm. like that um it's not easy Mm -hmm. right to have balance but it's important yes because Again, you know, we need our children need balance. We need balance. And it is very good for us to unplug. So we wanted to just wrap up sharing what the science says about the benefits Mm -hmm. of unplugging and having a little bit balanced life with technology use. So tell us what you found. Okay. So with your physical health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not good for your body to be hunched over your phone or at your desk staring at a screen for hours. All right. Remember, we talked about text neck. Okay. And um, also eye strain when you go to sleep. 
or would not when you go to sleep. That's awesome. Well, when you go to sleep, your eyes are strained for sure. But I will tell you, um, you know, I've had astigmatism my whole life. Mm -hmm. And um, about two years ago now, I started to need to wear the glasses with like blue light. Oh, yeah. And not for correction. I don't have like a corrective lens. Mm -hmm. But it's because I'm on my computer so much that my eyes freaking hurt. Yeah. I have like serious eye strain and it's because over time what you know using technology so much and you know going from like looking at my phone to looking at the computer or the TV like doing all the things mm -hmm. it's actually really hard for my eyes to readjust okay right yeah. uh, to actually like tune in mm -hmm. if you will to focus on the different size fonts etc and the different distances of the screens so my stigmatism is my eyes are just having a much harder difficulty adjusting or focusing so now i have to wear those glasses with like the blue tint to help offset okay that difference but it's yeah. not great no. and i i think like more and more people are needing to use um some sort of corrective lenses right 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 so even more reason to unplug after work to recharge okay. yourself right yeah yeah um research there's a research published in the journal of occupational health psychology in 2011 okay um the researchers found that when people unplugged from work-related tasks mm -hmm. such as checking their work email after hours they reported feeling fresher and better recharged when beginning work for the following day okay yeah so. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, right? So, mm -hmm. if, especially because you feel like, oh my gosh, I just want to share this. Um, I was thinking like, yeah, because you don't get a time to unplug, like you feel like you're always at work. So I think that a lot of people sort of felt this through the pandemic, right? Of like mm -hmm. working at home mm -hmm. and then you just never left the office because your office was your living room or your bedroom or maybe you did a makeshift office, right? Yeah. But I also was thinking if you've ever watched uh, Emily in Paris, it's a Netflix show, mm -hmm. really cute. Um, they mention in there that in France, it's elite to text or call or like send emails from about work really? right to your employers or even to your employees mm -hmm. and um, we thought this was kind of you know just a farce part of the show but I actually did google it and it is a real law wow like it is against the law like you they're required to take a break over hmm. the weekend from doing work so you know maybe pick up a little French style yeah and after your work day is done Take a little break. Yeah, be done. See if you feel a little more refreshed the next day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's always stuff to do, right? I mean, you could probably do work 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, What else? So unplugging helps re reduce stress. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, both your brain and your body need to recover from your day at work. So being on 24-7 is not healthy for your mm -hmm. mind, body, or spirit. So take time to reconnect with yourself by unplugging for from work-related technology after work hours. And once you get home, technology for work should, I'm sorry, technology for work use should stop. Okay, so kind of pick up the French style. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. No. No. No, thank you. Mm -mm. We're not doing it. Nope. All right. And along that line, it can really help improve your mental health, right? Yeah. So we talked earlier about how social media and kind of doing that comparison game and really kind of doing, looking at, at different people's social media reduces our satisfaction, right? Mm -hmm. And we do find that if you're doing it all the time, it does increase feelings of loneliness, depression, maybe even some envy, or um, just dissatisfaction with your own life because you're mm. you're like, oh, look at what they're doing and right. mine's not that cool, right? Or you might feel really accomplished and then you look at someone else and you're like, well, I'm not, I guess I'm not that 
that good, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not great. So really being able to unplug is helping your mental health, right? It's helping yeah. you be grateful for what's going on in your own life, be proud of what you're doing, mm-hmm. not doing that comparison game. It also is a great way to connect with people in the room, yes. right? So I mentioned earlier, you know, you go out to dinner and you look around and half the people or more are just on their phones. They're sitting next to each other, but they're mm-hmm. just looking at their phones, right? They're just scrolling, scrolling, texting away, Snapchatting, etc. So if you um, take a break and actually connect with the people in your room, it can really help you to feel less lonely, improve your satisfaction and mm-hmm. just enjoyment and spending time with each other. This is true of your children also, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So rather than watching TV together, maybe try to build a fort or go outside or just, you know, talk to your kid, hang mm-hmm. out with your child. Yeah. Um, it's really great to help them feel more connected to you and you to them. Yeah. So kind of wrapping up, you know, you want to just be present present yes right so be present think about like the here and now what's going mm-hmm. on in this moment not your life real right nope. not um not what the twitter post was not um your you know who you need to snap of what's going on in your life this moment but just what is here in the present moment just you know look around you sit on your back deck mm-hmm. listen to the birds feel the air on your face yeah be present in the moment just reconnecting is going to help reduce that physical stress right that emotional sense of disconnect Mm -hmm. and help you to improve your overall physical and health so it sounds like overall it definitely improves your quality of life okay so unplug if you want to improve your quality of life yes all right. Think about um, the French style of no work on the weekends. If you mm-hmm. can, if you're not a worker on the weekends, or if maybe you just think about like cutting yourself off at a certain time at night and don't check your emails. Right. Yeah. Or if you're sitting at dinner, there's no reason for the TV to be on while y'all are eating dinner. Yeah. Just eat dinner. Right. Connect. Talk, talk about what's going on. See what's going on. What happened during the day. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if you're out to dinner. Right. Spend time with the people at your dinner table. Yes. Right? Put your phone away. Yes. I remember when um, we did get cell phones about senior year, 18. Yeah. Yeah. If we had our cell phones out, if we were out to dinner, they'd get taken away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And now it feels like almost the norm when you look around. It's like, man, nobody, you know, you feel weird not having your cell phone Mm -hmm. out. So let's start a trend, right? Maybe this is our uh, tip for the week or your challenge for the week. You can, you can, you know bad mouth me all you want it's fine it's okay (laughs) just try it yes yes we believe in you we can do it yes you can just Mm -hmm. smile just put that phone away yeah right just check it right before you go into the restaurant shove it in your pocket don't let it come out until you're done no i challenge you it's an hour and a half you can do it you can see what happens Mm -hmm. see if you actually find yourself really enjoying that dinner in a different way by connecting to the person across the room from you. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to us today. Yes. Um, We will be back next week um, and we look forward to talking to you then. Yeah. Thanks. Bye guys. Bye.